everyone, this is Sherelle Jardine, and this is Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. Make a Scene Canada is a go-to for discovering new artists, as well it's a place to hang out with our Canadian icons. I absolutely love, and it's my great pleasure to bring you the songs and stories of our world-class Canadian musicians and introduce you to our industry leaders as well. Make a Scene Canada is sponsored by Zed Productions. Zed Productions is a full-service production company offering the best studios and services to suit your project and budget. From producing to recording and mixing, contact Sheldon Zaharko at sheldonzaharko.com. There is a lot that goes into running this station and its podcasts, and while we do bring it to you for free, we could use some support to keep running and growing. Any contributions, no matter how small, are appreciated. If you love the show and would like to donate to Make a Scene Canada, go to pacificnorthwestradio.com and click on the top right where it says contribute and become a patron of the station and Make a Scene Canada. Click on become a patron and then you'll have a few options. You can make a custom pledge and donate whatever you'd like or for as little as a buck a month, you can help us keep the station and Make a Scene Canada rocking. You can also become an official sponsor of any one of our podcasts or online radio station. All details are on the contribute section as well. And you can always get in touch with us. Our email is pacificnorthwestradio at gmail.com. And in the subject line for Make Us in Canada or Pacific Northwest Radio or maybe one of our other programs and find them all on pacificnorthwestradio.com. We've just started to dive into the Bitcoin world for the station. If you sign up for your own account, you'll get $10 to invest in various cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, and Bitcoin Cash, just to name a few. It's easy and fun, and why not get into the game? When you sign up and put $100 into your account and buy Bitcoins, you can refer a friend, and when they invest $100, you're going to get $50 to invest. And if you want to learn more about buying cryptocurrency, click on our homepage and follow the NetCoins link. Are you tired of the banking system as we know it? Uh-huh. Have you ever heard about Bitcoin? Huh? Sure you have. Ooh. Ever think about buying it? Uh-huh. But were afraid and didn't know how? I'm Look no further. NetCoins is a user-friendly Canadian cryptocurrency exchange that aims to make cryptocurrencies less mysterious, intimidating, and complicated for Canadians. Hey, I'm uh, I'm not a lumberjack or a fur trader, and I don't live in an igloo or eat blubber or own a dog sled. It lets you buy and sell top crypto assets including Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, XRP, and QCAD. Everybody here at the station is having a lot of fun with it. It's super easy, and if you have a hundred bucks and want to get in on it, click on the Pacific Northwest Radio homepage and click the NetCoins Buy icon. You're going to get ten bucks just for buying in, and when you refer someone, you'll get fifty, and they'll get ten. Let's get rich together. Thanks for listening to Pacific Northwest Radio. Now go get your Bitcoins. If you're looking for past Make a Scene Canada shows, all of the back shows are on Pacific Northwest Radio. Just click on the Make a Scene Canada show icon on the home page and there you'll find them. 
You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites all waiting for you to discover. Right now, while you're listening to the show, find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Megascene Canada. We also have a group page, Megascene BC, where you can post your upcoming gigs. Don't forget to give Pacific Northwest Radio a like on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Pacific Northwest Radio. Okay, let's have some fun. Grammy-nominated vocalist, songwriter, and producer Malika Tirorien is an explosive mix of creativity, dedication, and genuineness. Her love and passion and respect for music can be felt in the sparkling authenticity of her performances, in which her soaring voice immediately grabs your attention, and her well-crafted compositions present effusive emotions through conscious and engaged lyrics. She's here to talk about her new album, Higher, and her new single, Grow. Hello. Hello, it's Sherelle from Magazine Canada. Hi. Good to hear you. You too. Thank you for taking the time today to chat to me. Of course. Awesome, of course. Awesome. So I want to chat to you about your new album, Higher, and your first yes. single, Grow. But I'd like to go back just a little bit, if you don't mind, um, to talk no about your earliest memory of when you discovered music and when you knew it was inevitable that music was your calling. Well, my father said that um, even when I was in my mother's womb, oh. <laughs> he would play some music and I would react like really strongly okay. <laughs> in her belly. So he, he, he loved to tell me that story. But um, I, I remember that as a kid, um, even when I was like around uh, seven, six or seven, uh, I was always like, very, very uh, into music and into arts in general. Um, and I know that my parents, they, they realized that I was, uh, um, how can I say that, um, listening to, to music and transcribing um, music on the piano with no courses. So they were like, oh, okay, we got to give her some piano uh, lessons. Yeah. So stuff like that, that, that I was doing from a very young age, um, they, they said, that I knew I really loved music from from like the start, and um, but I really realized that was uh, my calling when I was um, a teenager, and uh, I would really sing when I felt anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> angry or sad or happy or like hopeful anything. Uh, it would give me like the I, I would want to sing like with anything happening and it would always make me feel better um so i was like yes that's that's totally that's what i want to do with my life so yeah i would say as a teenager that's when i really really took the decision to make um music uh to put music at the center of my life awesome and you're based in montreal but originally you're from guadalupe which exactly. is beautiful. It's like geographically positioned in the northern and western hemisphere. Um, so, how old were you when you left, and what's the connection to Canada? Well, I went on vacation um, in Canada <laughs> with my family when I was, I think, I was fifteen years old or something, and I fell in love with Montreal. It was the summer, and there was like all, all these festivals happening outside, and. Mm-hmm. And like all these cultures uh, just mixed all around and all these people that would speak so many different languages. And 
I felt like, wow, this this is amazing. I, I want to go there uh, as soon as I can, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I I, I left uh, Guadeloupe to study um, jazz music uh, in Canada, and uh, it was uh, it was really like fulfilling a dream. And uh, I, I initially I thought I would stay for like uh, three years, and uh, I've been there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> You've not laughed. <laughs> so oh, awesome. yeah, I, I just fell in love with with Montreal, uh, and uh, yeah, and I and I stayed, um, and yeah, it's like it, it's really a cool place. Sometimes um, it's almost a little bit too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because uh, as a musician, it's good to always stay, you know, a challenge uh, for creativity. And sometimes, I would say that that's one of the things uh, that that could be, you know. But uh, but other than that, it's really it's really a cool place. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. We've been to Montreal several times, and I absolutely yeah. love it there. So now that I know that you're there, next time when we come back, we'll make sure we connect for a cup of tea. Yes, yes, that would be awesome. Now, you have been getting for years international attention, um, about a decade for your electric performance on I'm Not the One, which is a prime track on the Grammy-winning album Family Dinner Volume 1 by Snarky Puppy. And the YouTube video has over 2 million views, which is crazy. So (laughs) how did you connect with Michael League to begin this part of your musical journey? How did you guys meet? Um, I was in a band called Ground Food, and uh, Ground Food opened for Snarky Puppy. Uh, I think it was around like 2010 or 2011. Oh my God, 10 years ago. Mm. <laughs> and uh, um, we were at the soundcheck, so Snarky um, like was about to to do their soundcheck, and we were um, finishing. No, the they did their soundtrack and we were going to do our soundtrack and they were supposed to leave and they stayed and, and watched our soundtrack and they really liked what they heard and um, yeah, they, they waited for our soundtrack to be over and they were like, wow, this, this was really cool and and um, and Michael just invited me to come to New York and sing with uh, Snarky sometimes <laughs> and wow. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I thought, like, maybe he, he wants to be nice, you know, so I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, but I didn't think he would actually do it, and then, yeah, he actually called me and invited me to play, and that, that's how it started, but I, but I was a big fan of Snarky Puppy, yeah. um, before uh, I even exchanged words with, with Michael, they came to Montreal, I think it was a year before, and uh, it was one of the most, like, uh, slapping mm-hmm. show I've ever seen. Yeah. I was shocked <laughs> at the end of the show. I was like, what did I just watch? <laughs> so I, I, I was a fan already. So it was like really a, a, an honor uh, to be invited by them to, to play with them. And, and from that, like a, a beautiful uh, friendship was born. Mm, and then you released your self-produced, composed, written debut album. Now, hopefully I get this right. Sur la voix en soleil. Is that yes. right? Oh, I got it. Yes. Okay. Which reached number five <laughs> on the Canadian R&B Soul iTunes charts. What year was that? 
It was in 2014. It feels like a long time because the uh, higher the second album just came out like seven years after. But it's it's only be- because in between I I like put out two albums with the uh, Bocanti mm-hmm. and other projects also. Um, so we we, are, we actually put out an album with Ground Food too. Uh, I worked a lot with Box Boo. So I, I made a lot of music, but it, it it took some time to be able to come back to um, the tetralogy that I had in mind and uh, and uh, and to come back to the to finish the series of album I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And you became uh, talking about Bocante a little bit. So it's with you and Michael, and you toured exactly. all over the world. And what heat was nominated as best world album at the Grammys in 2020? What an honor. Oh my God. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and and we are so lucky because we were able to go there and, and experience, you know, um, the, the, the fact that we're all in the same place. So, you know, if mm. we knew, <laughs> yes. if we knew it was like one of the last times that would happen like in, in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was really, really incredible and incredible honor. Okay. What was your favorite memory from that band? Oh my God! Like out of all the places we traveled, difficult question. We we traveled so much. I would say Japan. Yeah, yeah. I would say Japan. Japan is. It it was one of my dreams to discover this country, and um, I'm so happy it happened with uh, Bocante because a lot of uh, many members of the band knew, uh, like, went to Japan several times, so. It, there, there was like really some some things that they they could show me, uh, and we we got to discover a little bit of Tokyo, and oh, mm. it, it was just it was just amazing. I, I'm really uh, very much in love with uh, the Japanese culture, and and their their ethic, just the ethic in general, and uh, it, yeah, it's really a, um, a memory that is very dear to my heart. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> so you self-produced and wrote your first album. You were in uh, Bocante, and now let's talk about Hire. So I'm, I'm reading from your bio. Hire is like a map through the world of somebody's mind. And the album introduces a new genre, high soul, which is mixing R&B, soul, hip-hop, and jazz to create a soundtrack of psychedelic trip from angry to forgiveness. I absolutely love that. Did you write that? Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There's 11 songs on the album. What message do you want to convey to people when they're listening to the album? Uh, it's really a message uh, of elevation. The whole um, the whole theme of the album is elevation, uh, and it links, it links to the, the element that is representing through this album, which is Air, um, because it's the second uh, album of the series, and it's going to be like a four-album series. Uh, the first one, Sol Avant Soleil, was mostly talking about roots, you know, and was related, uh, related to Earth. Mm-hmm. And this one is really about elevation, and, and uh, it can be anything. It can be spiritual elevation. It can be um, eleva- elevation of the mind, elevation uh, of the heart. Like it's really in general a general elevation, um, and, and yeah, that's really what I want people to feel through this album. 
Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. I was feeling that when I was listening to the songs. I'm going to play the single Grow on this show. And you say that this song serves as a reminder to enjoy the process, whatever it may be in your life. It's about doing the best you can with what you have, can, you know, what you can yes. control. So talk a little bit about how that song in particular was born. And was there a moment in time or an experience that, you know, you sat down on the piano and just it just came to you? Or was there a specific uh, moment? that brought it that, to that, that song is actually uh, very, very old. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that song is old. Uh, uh, I wrote it with uh, one of my great friends, uh, an artist and producer from Montreal too. His name is Freddie B. And um, we wrote that together, I think uh, it, was, it was so many years ago. I remember we played it for the first time in 2008. Mm. <laughs> okay. so the, but it was a totally different version. And uh, that's why uh, it wasn't like the, the version that we had wasn't fitting on Sur l'Avent Soulier. So that's why it wasn't featured on it. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll put it on, on the next one. But then it, it needed to be, you know, actualized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it totally came. I think it's the baseline that, that came first. And from the, the baseline, um, we, we had like the whole uh, harmonic um, environment around the baseline. Mm-hmm. And then we, like we wrote the, the lyrics. Um, on it, but then uh, when we had to change it, I really wanted to change the arrangement. So I, I added, um, I, I divide, divided the song. I, I changed the the chord environment for the pre-chorus. Uh, I changed the bass line, um, and I added like different chords also for the chorus because I felt like it needed um, more uh, changes in the song before it was really like most mostly the baseline that was a loop. Mm. But then, you know, I, I added some stuff uh, and and presented this new arrangement to Michael and then he took it all, all, also to a, to the next level with like the musician that he he brought um, to the studio. And uh, and yeah, and this is how it became the, the, the grow version that we know now. Yeah, well, it, it was a lot of growth, which is, you know, interesting. It's called grow, right? So it started on <laughs> yeah. a totally different <laughs> Yeah, way. that's why I was like, oh, this is cool. I, I should totally put this on, on the album because it's going to make sense. Awesome. <laughs> And where did you record the album higher? What studio? Oh, we recorded it in New York um, in the Tariq Khan studio. Um, it's a, it's, yeah, Tariq is a, a Canadian actually um, and from Indian descent. And uh, we met in Montreal, but then he moved to New York and, uh, and found in a studio that became like a kind of a landmark in New York. Mm. And um, it's a studio specialized in, in mostly live music, um, and uh, and it was really really cool uh, to be able to record there. Uh, so yeah, we 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 went there. We recorded with the the how can I say that the the foundation of the the studio band. Mm-hmm. So it was um, Michael Lee. He did like. Uh, 
a lot of uh, well, he did all the songs on Moog, on Mini Moog, and uh, uh, it was Jason Lindler uh, on synthesizer and um, Charles Haynes on uh, on drums. So the whole album was recorded based on this trio, and then I did some scratch vocals, and then after that, once that was built, uh, we added um, Frank Locasto uh, on keyboard to to, to uh, um, bring uh, even more sounds. We added Jean-Michel Frédéric, uh, who's actually in my band in Montreal, um, and we added also Philippe Lallier on guitar, which which we also in my band in Montreal, oh. and Michael also added uh, lots of layers, but I recorded all my vocals um, uh, in, in New York also. Oh, okay. And then did Michael produce the album? Yes, we, we co-produced it. Oh, nice. Awesome. Now, I have to ask you, so I really love the song No Mercy, and who is, oh, who's the you. male voice on that that does the rap? It's actually my brother. It's oh, my little brother. <laughs> yes, so good. It's, it's our first, our first uh, featuring. I'm, I'm so happy. Um, yeah, it's really like almost like a family album because he's st- uh, starting the album. Like this is the first song of the album, and it's uh, I've, it was such a pleasure to work together. It's it's really um, a, a rapper that I respect a lot. Like his, his lyrics are really, really thought and uh, um, precise and he uses a lot of metaphors and he's really good like he's he's really a good writer at such a young age and I'm I'm very very proud of him Um, so I'm very happy to have him uh, on this featuring and and then there's another song where we put some music with Philippe Lallier Philippe um, uh, wrote the music for a poem from my grandfather uh, Guy Tirolien and this song is called Prière, and that, that's uh, that's basically. I'm not allowed to say that, but I'm going to say it to you. It's my favorite song of the album. Oh, awesome! <laughs> <laughs> okay, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> and what's what's your brother's name? My brother's name is Bled Mikey. It's our it's artistic name. Okay, cool. So people can go out and, and find him on social media and follow him as well. Yes, That's awesome. Yes, exactly. Cool. Exactly. My band, Stone Poets, has a song called Better. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, I got to hear this. And I love that rich, thick vocals at the beginning of the song. Was that you layering oh. everything? Yes. Those yes. were all your vocals? Oh, my gosh. It was just beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. And then sisters, no matter what, I've got your back. I love that line. And this is Yay. one of my favorites too, because I know a little bit of French, in petit peu, but it's really fun to listen to the lyrics when you're mixing French with English, because then people can try and interpret what you're saying. And yeah, it was just, it was so cool. Uh, thank you so much. And actually, it's one, it, I think it's, um, it's, one of Michael's favorite songs, and he actually wanted to have Sisters as a as a single, and I was like, no. <laughs> I, I think it's still he's still mad at me for that. <laughs> oh no! Well, maybe later you can do something. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Later, later we're gonna we're gonna put it out. <laughs> now you're with Ground Up Music. Um, that's Michael League started from Snarky Puppy. Were you signed on the first album to the company, or was that later? No, on the first album, I was signed with Rupert Dope, which was which used to be Snarky Puppy's like label also. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before they moved with with Grounded, 
Nice. Um, and so they were, they already left Ropadope when I was signed with Ropadope. And then I was signed with Ground Up. So it, it feels really uh, like we were destined to, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to, to, to work together. Oh, it's like cool. a, it's really a big family. Like the, that's what I really like with this label. It's it's really a, a label for the artist, and they they really consider that all the artists like family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I went on the website and it, it looks it looks like family. You know, like even the yeah. colors and the way they present the artists, and yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I was um, snooping around, of course, and on Grow, the live performance video on YouTube, it was just released like February 25th of this year and it already has, you know, over 7,000 views. And I was reading some of the comments and this one in particular kind of jumped out at me. I I don't know who this person is, but they're like, good heavens, my poor speakers are in for a rough night, my poor neighbors. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I can totally attest to that because I was like cranking that tune up. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's really great. Thank you so much. <laughs> I want to talk about your band too. So you say there's a few players that play on your recordings. Who's in your live band? Uh, in my live band in Montreal, it's, as I was saying, uh, Jean-Michel Frédéric on keyboards and uh, Philippe Lally on guitar. There's also Mark Haynes on bass. Uh, and I work with the two bad vocalists, Nadia Balde and Nancy Dassat. And um, right now, <laughs> I'm not really sure about the drummer oh. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, because yeah, I had I had a, a, a really cool drummer. His name was Jetty um, uh, Calambo, but he had to step out of the project because you know it, with with the pandemic mm-hmm. and everything, he, he wasn't. He had to concentrate. Um, on you know on another uh, way to make money mm-hmm. <laughs> so so unfortunately he had to step out of the band um, and since then we've been working with several drummers but we, we didn't find one that is really a part of the band yet right. um, we're still looking so so yeah I, I, I don't know for now the, the the drum place is kind of open. Yeah, okay, well, there's a call out to all those drummers. <laughs> exactly. So, so we're trying like different drummers, and and as soon as we can find uh, someone that 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 fits, you know, because I, I would like to have that that family aspect in my band too. It's really important to me um, that the players, you know, like they they can. Um, um, how can I say that? They can get along, you know, mm-hmm. like, because if we tour together, you want to tour with people that you're going to laugh with, that, you know, mm-hmm. it, that, that you know the vibe is going to be good on tour. So it's really important to me to find um, somebody that's going to fit the project in that way. And and obviously uh, that is going to also be the right type musically. Right. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's it's uh, we are exploring, <laughs> and then we're hoping to find somebody soon. You will definitely. I mean, with a band like you have, and and you're such a extremely talented woman, it's crazy. Oh, thank you. That's, you know, you're going to find the right person. You don't want any drama, right? You just want somebody that plays the parts, is great to get along with, and you know, yeah. I exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, now you mentioned 
the pandemic. The world is in a crisis right now. Our industry is going to be the last one to get back to any kind of normal. Do you have any thoughts on what that will look like? Like, can you envision, you know, how that's going to be for live music? Oh my God! So now I'm I'm still not ready to let go of mm-hmm. <laughs> of the pre-pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, life. Um, so I don't know. I feel like um, there's really something magical in uh, in real life music, in in sharing vibrations with people, uh, sharing message, mm-hmm. uh, sharing message, um, sharing. I don't know the love of music with mm-hmm. so many people that you don't know, but we all have that one thing in common. And uh, I feel like it's really important and actually essential. So I don't, I don't think um, it's possible uh, to just continue without live music mm-hmm. uh, being experienced um, in, in, you know, in real time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I really hope. Um, this whole thing is gonna, you know, be fixed very soon, and and people can can get healed and can get uh, energized and entertained uh, through music again. Mm-hmm. I think what will happen because you know um, the people that love the music and have been waiting for it to happen, it's going to be so crazy. Like people are going to come out in droves. I think to support live music once we can play again. Oh my god! I think it's going to be a debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning oh my god it's gonna be crazy yeah. and then and then it's gonna <laughs> I can't wait I can't wait either I think like everybody's gonna cry the musicians oh. the crowd yes. <laughs> the oh. presenters everyone <laughs> we'll have to give out Kleenexes at the door when people come in exactly exactly it's gonna Actually, be so emotional it's oh so yeah, but you know, that might be kind of a good promo piece too, like have Kleenex boxes with your name imprinted on it, right? Exactly, exactly. So here are the, Kle- the yeah. here are here are the Kleenex for the show. I know you're going to need it. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a good idea. You don't mind me writing that? No, you, you take it. I'm going to take it too and we can share it with all our friends. All right. <laughs> Now, a lot of people that listen to the show are musicians, and so I always love to ask this question. Musicians are now capable of being their own record companies, everything from recording, promotions, etc. Music lovers have to wade through this incredible amount of music to find new artists, and the internet is like this massive machine where, you know, people just kind of are wading through going, oh, you know, oh, look, I've discovered mm-hmm. this guy or that guy. What advice can you give to artists that are trying to get above the noise and break through, you know, this whole sea of, of music to get people's attention? Well, uh, I feel like the important thing is to not try to get people's attention, actually, mm-hmm. to, to really try to be as much as yourself as you can. That is really good. And a lot of people say that. So wonderful. There you go. Everybody out there listening, <laughs> just be yourself. <laughs> and you know really? what? Yeah, totally. And I think it's you do it for the love of the music. 
Yes, totally. It's really, you know, if if it wasn't for the love of music, I think I would have <laughs> changed career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really because it, it's it's yeah, it's really giving me a lot of joy. I, I'm really passionate about it, um, but it it is like a really hard. Um, business you know and and i have to admit that i don't always like the business aspect of it but uh, unfortunately you have to deal with it but yeah it's really for the love of music so as long as you put the love of music and and your integrity first um and you try to be as honest as possible uh, as being yourself into what you do, then you know you're always gonna find people that that are gonna like what you do, and it's okay if it's like a small pool or like a big pool, like whatever it is. Like as long as you can touch one person, it's it's already good. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> now, how do people find you on social media? Well, they can find me with my name, Malika Tirolien, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, and my website is going to come out to malikatirolien.com. Um, yeah, I, I, they can find me there. I'm not on TikTok yet. Oh, <laughs> I no. don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too much for me, but I'm, uh, I, I was told uh, to really get on it. So I'm going to try, but yeah, <laughs> I'm already so... <laughs> it's so much, like every Overwhelmed. day. I know, like yes. you go on your, like your Facebook, <laughs> then you do your Instagram and your Twitter, and then you got TikTok and all this oh, other stuff to do. It's like a full-time job. Yeah. And do you actually do you actually do all that yourself? Yeah, like I had a lot of help uh, for the last month uh, for the Instagram mm-hmm. account, uh, but it was like mostly around the the the, the album uh, release. Mm. And uh, yeah, and now I'm back to posting by myself, so it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, you know, I'm I'm so grateful that you took the time out today. I'm super excited about your new album and about the new oh, single thank "Grow," you. and I'm really looking forward to you know watching your journey and seeing where your career takes you next. Oh, thank you so much. I'm. I really hope we can uh, we can play again and uh, and really tour this album. I'm, I'm very very happy about this album and the way it, it came out. I'm very grateful for um, the the work uh, of the whole team, all the people that put their time and effort and talent in this album and and that are continuing to do it in the live band and. I'm, I really feel uh, very grateful about the team uh, that I have around me, and I hope we can really uh, push this album as far as possible and have um, people listen to it and and have shows where we can connect to, with, with anybody that would like the music. That that would be really awesome. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful! And again, everybody can just go to your website and find all those links to your social media. If if they're too tired to do it individually, just go to the website and you can find the links. <laughs> exactly, and they can also go on YouTube uh, and watch the, the music videos. We have like um, a new video that has been uh, out for uh, I think two weeks or something. It's uh, it's the song Dreaming. It's a live uh, live rendition of, of Dreaming. Um, and so if, if people are interested in listening to that, that would be 
you know, great. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And subscribe to the channel. That's one thing I like to promote too, because it's, it's cool that people watch the videos, you know, click like, make a little comment or whatever, but subscribe. Yes. Yes. Totally. Awesome. Totally. Thank you so much for being on the show, my dear. Oh, thank you so much for having me.
please head over to our website at Malika Tirolien, and I'll spell that for you, M-A-L-I-K-A-T-I-R-O-L-I-E-N.com so you can get her music. All her socials are listed there as well. You can keep connected with her because live shows are going to be happening and you are going to want to check her out. If you are anywhere near where she's playing, please go. In the meantime, head over to her YouTube channel and you can see her live performances. We're going to be hearing a lot about Malika in the next years to come. I can promise you that. And that's the show. I'm always so grateful to share our Canadian artists and their music with you, as well as our industry movers and shakers stories. Leap Pacific Northwest Radio on 24-7. It's music online all the time. You can find all my past shows on demand. Click the Make a Scene Canada icon on the homepage of Pacific Northwest Radio. As well, you can find Make a Scene Canada on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites that you can subscribe to. It's all waiting for you to discover. Big shout out to my Make a Scene Canada sponsor, Sheldon Zaharko from Zed Productions. All you rock stars ready to record your new album or single, check out Zed Productions at sheldonzaharko.com. The music that you're listening to right now is from my band Stone Poets, recorded with Sheldon, and you can hear more at stonepoets.ca or listen to my rock side, Head, at headmusic.ca, and you can find me and all my projects at shereljardine.ca. And please get in touch because I love hearing from you. Now take a few minutes out of your day and share our Canadian artists, Make a Scene Canada and Pacific Northwest Radio on social media. Okay, signing off now. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, let's make a scene, Canada. Too close to the sun. Feels better if you just start falling. The air is calling you to run away. Run away. Falling. The air is calling you to run away